Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman, ready to break down your Monday night football game for Daily Fantasy. We've also got some prop bets for you and our touchdown calls. First things first, though, week one is yes. just about in the books. What were your takeaways from this weekend of NFL action? Pretty crazy uh, week, that's for sure. I, I loved the end of the first round of games when everything was going on. It was like just so much awesomeness. <laughs> Came back. We got to see it all. A lot of close games. A lot of close games where the kickers were terrible. And the AFC South is terrible. Can't even win when they play each other. <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh, Arizona looked awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the Chiefs, either that or the Chiefs looked really, really good. 49ers also looked not great. Trey Lance. Yes. Eh, granted, weather. I, I, I guess I'm going to make some excuses for them. I'm going to give However, a monsoon pass are on we that ready one. For Jimmy G time yet? <laughs> I'll, I'll give a monsoon pass on that. Saquon's that weather back. was terrible. Saquon, Saquon is, back. is back. He he looked really good. It's exciting to have him back if he has that burst. That was one of the ones it. we were talking about before the season and when we were mm-hmm. talking to Dr. Chow from Pro pro football docs and six score he said one of the players expect yes. a big bounce back is saquon barkley because uh he needed that year kind of getting his burst back yeah he did and he found it he absolutely <laughs> did you know but it also come to think of it you know it's like jk dobbins isn't back yet but are we gonna see that kind of slow year like we did from barkley last year uh, so it's something to think about once uh, Dobbins is back and some of the other guys that are just back from uh, significant knee injuries. But just fun to see so. everybody back in the action. And speaking about the Giants, why did the Giants hate Tony so much? He ran four routes. <laughs> there were a lot of guys, including uh, some of our were my picks for props was Adam Thielen, uh, Cole Komet. Yeah. It was just the Justin Jefferson show well, in that game between K- the Packers and the Vikings. Komet, again, monsoon pass, but monsoon. fields look terrible. Uh, Thielen, I, if Jefferson's getting Throw that him the wide ball. open. I Jefferson's know, it's, just, it's just so it, crazy. It's, yeah. The Green Bay just totally blew that coverage on him. Like, playing zone and just, like, letting him run free was not a good move. <laughs> Not good at all. He definitely made them pass. And speaking of Green Bay, Rodgers, it's, it's going to take him a little time to figure that out. Sure is. It, it was interesting. His only reliable weapons are running backs and tight ends. I mean, he was visibly frustrated. And he should be. I mean, you know, Cobb is old. Watkins is old. He has Watson, who just missed Yes. That deep ball to start the game. Yeah. Catch. And had he caught that, the the game goes totally different. Rodgers probably has a little confidence. Watson, they have a little Mm -hmm. confidence. Uh, Dobbs started putting it together a little bit towards the end of the game, but. There's definitely going to be a bit of an adjustment period. There's definitely going to be some growing, growing pains there. However, I do have to say that we said in our. Our preview before the mm-hmm. season started, Vikings were a pick, and they were going to look like a much different, more explosive offense. That's yeah. certainly what we saw, especially out of Justin Jefferson, which and is unreal. That's one thing that I really want to bring up and talk about is they were so much more aggressive on offense. Mm-hmm. 
and this team is going to be a favorite for fantasy football without a doubt. Uh, they did use Madison a lot more than I thought they would, though. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, uh, you know, the total cook show like it normally has been. Right. That's true. So let's get into tonight's matchup. Yes. wonder what the storyline here will be. I don't know. The Nothing. Russell Wilson Nothing revenge big. game. Uh-huh. Of course, the Broncos are at Seattle. Russell Wilson's back in his old stomping grounds yeah, going is. up against the 12th man there. Hmm. Wilson, 29-11-1 and one in primetime games. Now, both the Broncos and the Seahawks finished 7-10. and 10. However, I would argue that uh, the Broncos overall as a team, much better than Way the Seahawks better. heading yeah. into this season. It's almost a rebuild year for the Seahawks. So this could be, yeah. has the potential to be a very lopsided matchup. It probably will be. <laughs> I, uh, it might be a Thursday night game kind of redo here where we're seeing 31 to 10 type type score here. But uh, it's I mean, Denver's. you don't think Geno Smith is going to nope. go all out? Spoiler alert, I might have the under on Geno today. Let's just hope he doesn't <laughs> flip off the fans like he did against the Jets. Or when he was with the Jets, he flipped off the Jets fans, which... I know we can be a rough crowd sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Jets, how do you feel about your your team? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Let's not even get in there. You know, the first half I was like, meh, we're all right. It's just our offensive line, I think, is just terrible, first yeah. of all. And, yeah. the I mean, I saw some good – we saw some good plays from Sauce Gardner, which was exciting. Yes. Then, yeah. Ravens looked bad for the first half. They really did. Uh, the other back to it. Other thing is, I I saw a stat on Flacco when the offensive line was able to keep him clean. Right, he actually did very well. Yes, but uh, those you know their offensive line is worse than the Bengals' offensive line, and that's really they looked also terrible. The Steelers' D looked good. Uh, too bad Watt's going to be missed some time. Speaking of that, let's get into some of the injuries from the weekend. I thought yep. we'd go over, over that before we get into Perfect. tonight's injuries. So let's start off. We are getting all our information, sixscore.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. This is where we get all our information on the matchups, pro football docs. They've all been <laughs> doctors in the NFL, so they know exactly mm-hmm. how these things work and a lot of the injuries. Dak Prescott, probably the biggest storyline oh, of the yeah. weekend. Injury to his Thumb has to undergo surgery, so a sizable time off once again for mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Cowboys fans have got to be tearing their hair out, so it's the Cooper Rush show. Yeah, and uh, after the game, they were saying you know, that he won't miss that much time, but Dr. Chow actually was tweeting saying November is probably when he's back. So We'll keep following that. Elijah Mitchell. So the 49ers, this is the second year in a row, the 49ers starting running back has suffered a knee injury in the first half of the first game of the season. Mitchell left the game. He was wearing a significant knee brace, which doesn't always mean very much. Yep. However, the pro football docs think he's headed for a multi-week absence. So they know what they're doing over there. So keep an eye on that one. I know he was a guy in a lot of fantasy teams. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Now you have Jeff Wilson stepping in. Mm -hmm. There's also some young talent kind of behind Wilson. So they have guys. They'll fill the role. That Shanahan offense is so good at running the ball. (laughs) 
You alluded to that Steelers defense and TJ Watt mm -hmm. now out with a torn pec. That is a sizable absence for him to recover from. No surgery. However, I think his brother had that last year. He did come back yeah. for the playoffs. However, it is a significant blow to that Steelers defense. Another blow to the Steelers is Najee Harris, who suffered what looked like a mild ankle sprain. The pro football docs think it could keep him out for a little bit. So without Harris, it's the rookie Jalen Warren and veteran Betty Snell hmm. that will be getting. That's a, another big blow to that offense. And for fantasy, this one's interesting because the Steelers generally just go with one guy. Mm -hmm. So I would expect it to be Warren. And if that's the case, you, you may want to grab him. Yep. T. Higgins likely out again with a concussion. Mm -hmm. Depends on his evaluation for that. Keep yeah. an eye on it. Keenan Allen, hamstring strain, hopeful for week two, though. Yeah, but it is a Thursday night game, so be careful. We'll, we'll see, yeah. Let's get into tonight's injury report. Monday night football, the Broncos could be without Josie Jewell, doubtful. Defensive end Randy Gregory is questionable. Billy Turner, also questionable. KJ Hamler is questionable now. You think Hamler is expected to play? It came out this morning that he's expected to play. All right. So. Thanks for updating that for us, Tyler. Yep. Seahawks. Uh, Tyler Ott, Alton Robinson out. You've got cornerback Artie Burns is doubtful, and Kenneth Walker is questionable. Yeah, I would say Walker is probably more doubtful than questionable. Yeah, that's what um, pro football docs have kind of been referencing over the past yeah. few weeks, just to keep an eye on that. So let's get into our projections for Daily Fantasy purposes for today and we'll take a look at the quarterback position russell wilson geno smith mm -hmm. obviously one a little more proven track record than the other is there any scenario where you can lean on geno smith no no <laughs> i don't think so i geno just hasn't really shown it you know and and people think that he has this rushing upside he doesn't really doesn't rush the ball that much. He didn't have over 209 yards rushing and uh, passing in his three starts last year. So it's not looking it's good Russell for old Gina. Show. It We're is the Russell. Let him cook. Yep. Running back situation here. Javante Williams is our top projected running back online. Star has got a three and a half alert score. Um, certainly, Melvin Gordon is just right there at number two, second mm -hmm. highest projected running back. What do you make of, in total, like the running back situation from a daily fantasy perspective? Uh, I, as total, I, I really like Javante Williams. I, he is one of my favorite captains or MVPs, depending on where, uh, where you're playing tonight. Um, I think he likely has like a 60-40 time split with Melvin Gordon, which also means that Gordon, you know, is going to play a, a decent amount. If he's on the field and they get a couple touchdowns, it could go his way also. So don't, you know, mm -hmm. totally discredit uh, Gordon. He's going to be a little bit lower owned and he has some solid upside. So the situation, Williams, Gordon, you definitely think Williams is going to be the guy that gets yeah, dominantly those, those carries. I think that throughout the season, it's likely going to be 60-40. Williams, 60% of the work. Gordon, 40%. Uh if it comes into a blowout, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more like a 55-45 where Gordon, 
you know, picks up in a little extra work. Now, looking at Rashad Penny mm-hmm. with the injury there to Walker, does that become more attractive of a daily fantasy option, or are you just not trusting the Seahawks in general today? Penny had a huge end of the year last year, so he's absolutely interesting. However, if you look at who he played, wasn't that great at teams. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to have a hard time, but he is interesting fantasy-wise because he is likely, you know, kind of the bell cow, but... It's how good is the offense going to be? How many chances are they going to have to score? Mm -hmm. Probably not a ton. But out of the Seahawks, I think that Penny is one of the more uh, fascinating plays. All right. Mm -hmm. How about the wide receivers? Got some fascinating options here as well. Cortland Sutton is our highest projected wide receiver. Just two hundredths of a point, though, higher than DK Metcalf. Sutton has a two-star alert. Meanwhile, DK Metcalf, the second highest projected wide receiver, four-star alert for him. And I'm curious to see how DK Metcalf does. I think he might have a de- – if they throw it, Geno Smith can get it anywhere in the area code Yeah. of DK Metcalf. He is a beast with or without Russell Wilson. We did see that uh, last year when it was Geno, he did target DK Metcalf a little bit more than uh, Lockett. So there's one thing to – kind of pay attention to but he is a great receiver the ball's got to get to him though and it's got to like you said be in his sphere (laughs) it's got to be able to catch it you don't think Gino can even get it in his no I think Gino can Gino Gino can make Metcalf fine and Metcalf is good enough to make a big play right but that's what you're gonna have to see for Metcalf to really Mm -hmm. uh break the slate so you're leaning Wide receiver, how I, are you playing this situation? Uh, if I'm playing a Seahawks receiver, Metcalf is definitely my favorite. Uh, you could also go kind of a value with uh, D. Eskridge, mm-hmm. who he is similar. And I'm going to go back to the running uh, running backs here to throw in a name with uh, Travis Homer. Mm-hmm. I think both of them are value plays. Both of them are probably going to get a couple of reception. It's just who does more with them right on uh, the cheap side. That's probably who you're looking for, for uh, Seattle. But then on the Broncos, I like some Broncos receivers. All right. Well, who do you like for, for Broncos? Uh, Cortland Sutton. Cortland, Cortland Sutton is definitely one of my favorite captains or MVPs today. Okay. I also like Judy and Hamler. Wilson has a great deep ball. So that works well for Hamler. Hamler Will go deep. If he catches one or two, it's going to be a great game for him. Uh, the other thing is that Wilson, as we saw in Seattle, he will hyper-target like one guy in a game. He will keep going back to them. We saw that Metcalf and Lockett rarely both had good games. So I think all three of the receivers are worthy of a captain spot because we've seen Wilson just go to one guy all game long right. because that guy's winning. So. Right. All right, let's take a look now at tight ends. Albert Okwebenam is our highest projected best value, highest alert score of any player today. If you have him on your fantasy team, you have to be able to say the name. You can't have you can't have Oh, I'd go Albert O all day long. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> well, Albert O has a 5-star yep. alert score on LineStar. This is a Seattle defense that ranked 30th in receiving yards allowed to tight ends over the last 
nine mm -hmm. games. Now, he also gets the bump. Noah Fant's not there. Yep. So he's the guy now, and he gets the Russell Wilson bump as well. Yeah, and we've seen that he is very good. My one worry mm -hmm. with Albert O is that in camp there was some talk that like he wasn't doing everything that they you know expected him to do. wasn't you know he didn't get the praise that I was thought he would throughout the camp. The other thing is that we've never seen really Wilson hyper target a tight end. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, he hasn't. Sometimes he, he had those. Red zone targets. Yeah. And he also has never had a Kelsey or, you know, a really good tight end. Alberto is probably one of the better ones that he's had. So there's some things to think about. Uh, Seahawks aren't great versus the tight end, though. So he probably gets some red zone looks. Noah Fanton, anybody, what are you thinking for the tight end position overall? Are you going to any Seahawks in this situation? Uh, I mean, I think you could. I probably wouldn't go Fant because I think he's a little, I can tell you're just a little so too pricey. About the Seahawks tonight. I, yeah, I, I will be likely stacking Denver heavy on this one. Uh, I just, I just don't think the Seahawks <laughs> really got it. I, I'm really down on the team as a whole this year. So, yes, which, as are a no lot surprising. of. No surprising. Not yeah, surprising. A lot of. Yeah. Experts are not high on them. Mm -hmm. Defense, special teams, Broncos, Seahawks. I I gather you're leaning Broncos in this one. I am. I just don't trust Gino at all. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Enough said on that point. Yep. <laughs> Should we move on to kickers? <laughs> Both have very similar projections, yeah. and it's kind of almost like a coin toss with this one. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking one way or the other? I... Uh, Wilson is usually fairly efficient when it comes into the red zone. So I might kind of lean Jason Myers, right. lead the Seahawks. Uh, the only thing here is how many times do they get into field goal range? <laughs> you know, and he, he's got he's to hit there. But, uh, but I, I would lean, lean Myers a little bit. All right. So that's a look at our daily fantasy for today. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments below, which is a good reminder. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like this video if you're enjoying it and make sure to subscribe to our channel. Yeah, we also have some other shows coming out this week. Mm -hmm. Our prop show, which is new this season. We are four and one Whoa. on both prize picks and underdogs. should have started. I can't believe I didn't start the show with a little yeah. victory lap. Yeah. We did uh, four and one on yeah. our props on underdog, four and mm -hmm. one on prize picks. Yeah. That's a winning it. record. That is. That sure is. It's pretty good. So you Getting definitely 80%. want to tune in for our, for our props shows. That's on Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe and maybe even sign up for notifications for that because some of them get taken mm -hmm. down on underdog because yeah. it's too good a value to pass up and they take them down. So you got to make sure you get in early on those props. Now let's take a look at our touchdown calls of the game. Our first touchdown calls for Monday Night Football this season. Tyler, where are you headed? I'm going Corton Sutton. He's going to get in the end zone, and Wilson's going to make sure it happens, I think. I think he is the number one, and he's the biggest uh, red zone threat they have outside of Javante Williams. I know you're not too high on tight ends in tonight's game, 
but I got to go Albert Quabenum. Mm-hmm. This is not a chalk pick in this one. No, I it is not. Me, I like first it. At first I was thinking, do I need Russell Wilson rushing touchdown? But I'm going That's Albert O in this one. Seattle gave up the fourth highest touchdown rate per game to tight ends last season. As I mentioned before, when we were talking about tight ends mm-hmm. and daily fantasy, you know, a fan's not there anymore. He will be the beneficiary of the Russell Wilson effect. I think he gets targeted in the red zone and comes down with a touchdown. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> now let's take a look at our prop bets for tonight in Monday Night Football. We are using the Props Edge tool on the LineStar app. If you haven't already gotten your LineStar subscription, check it out, linestarapp.com. Our Props Edge tool is what helped us go to 4-1 and one on underdog and 4-1 and one on prize picks in last week's five picks for each of those. So definitely check it out, linestarapp.com. Tyler, where are you headed for your Monday night football prop? I alluded to it earlier. We're going Geno Smith <laughs> under 223.5 passing plus rushing yards. So Gino started three games last season. He didn't have over 208 passing plus rushing yards. Now he's getting Denver, Denver defense that's pretty good. Star has him projected at 179 yards. So we have a really solid cushion here for uh, for the under. Okay, so you're having the under for Geno Smith. But I, I think at least 56 and a half of those, or 57, are going to go to DK Metcalf. I have DK Metcalf over 56 and a half receiving yards. Listen, he played last season with Geno Smith yep. and a very watered-down version of Russell Wilson. And guess what? He did just fine. Finished 20th in yards per route run. He's going mm-hmm. up against, you know... They're good cornerbacks. Um, Darby's not as – he's getting a little banged up over the years. Yeah. He's not as great. I think he's got a pretty favorable matchup tonight. So, as I mentioned earlier, Geno Smith's just got to get it in his area code, his just general vicinity, and he's, yeah. he'll grab it. He He's also on a revenge tour in this one because all the talk has been yeah. how – you know, he's not going to be as good without Russell Wilson, so he's That's got true. something to prove tonight. He does. Got a little chip. Uh, I also did talk about Metcalf kind of getting hyper-targeted from Geno. So so both of ours can happen, they is what can. you're saying. They can. <laughs> and uh, now it's time to make our game picks. Okay, the over-under might be more interesting in this one. Are you going over or under? It's set at 44. Over or under? I'm going to go under. You're going under? No. I'm going over. You're going over? Yeah. I I feel like, (laughs) yeah, kind of feel like the Broncos alone can get 40. (laughs) Yeah. If you have a good enough game, man, that offense, those running backs. The offense is good. Am I not persuading you They definitely could get 40. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'll go over. I'll go over that. I'm thinking under. Okay. Uh, and we'll as see. far as game-wise, Broncos by destruction. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. <laughs> yeah. Broncos, huge favorites in this one. I was listening to the radio on my way to work today, and they were just like, this Seattle team is not good. No. They're Mm-mm. All the experts are kind of out on them. Yeah, one, one of the things, too, for uh, today's single-game slate, I was looking at a little bit ago looks like russell wilson could be getting a decent amount of captain or uh mvp ownership mm-hmm. and at least on DraftKings, i don't think i would go that way the whole reason is that it is 
you know, PPR, and he tends to hyper-target a receiver. And so if Wilson is good enough to be a captain, I think one of his receivers probably outscores him. So me personally, I'd be fading that uh, Wilson captain ownership if it's high. All right. So those are your picks for Monday Night Football. Should be a good one. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment below. Keep up with all the content we're coming out with. Prop Bets is coming out for week two, so you'll definitely want to tune in for that. Winning record. How many times have I said it so far? Let's go. Let's get it a couple more times. A couple more times. (laughs) And if if you aren't already, you can get the prop tools that you need to dominate, and you can check out linestarapp.com, our Props Edge tool like I mentioned, has been absolutely crushing it over the weekend. So help get you those props on prize picks and underdog, which the links are below to that. New users who deposit at least $10 can get up to $100 of your deposit matched. Use promo code LINESTAR for underdog and use promo code BETFULLY for prize picks. So all that information is down below. Good luck to you tonight in your daily fantasy and your prop bets. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye.